<laughs> Hello, my friends. This is Andy Hedia coming to you live from Yorba Linda, California. It's the sound demon for the living, fearless, devotional. A production of ResurrectMinistry.com. Harnessing the power of the internet to share the gospel throughout the earth. We have <laughs> all kinds of resources. Sorry, I'm just troubled by sound issues. No, we have no sound issues. And I forgot to tell the ladies that we were on oh. broadcasting. So, yeah, we're on at 7.30. But uh, we have books to read. We have pastors to listen to. We have worship bands you may never have heard of. This is on the website, That's huh? All on the website, really? resurrectministry.com. We love to hear from you. Drop us a line. Send us a comment, a prayer request. Or if you want to pray for us, we love that too. And if you care to donate, you can click the Donate Now button. And while you're watching, make sure and comment. Let us know what you think about the devotional or you want to add to our comments or you have a comment of your own. Just put it right there in the comments. Those of you that are watching live, those of you that are watching the replays on the social medias, uh, you can still do that. And we will see those comments a little bit later on. So no matter when you're watching live or in the replay, please do so. And if you are uh, listening on a podcast, make sure and share the podcast with other people and subscribe. That is the most important thing you can do for us. It benefits uh, us to know how many people are watching uh, so that when like people like Pastor Jack Hibbs uh, production company asks, we can give them the number of the, the viewers. So that would be great. But uh, by you commenting, it shares it out with more people. Also go down into the description. I added a new link. Oh. Those of you that want to give to my son's lacrosse team there's a wow. link there called fan angel and i hope you guys don't mind i thought the the name of the uh the the tool that is used for um uh donations yes is biblical angel. it's called fan angel <laughs> they've always they've almost reached their goal Oh, yeah. Well, um, if you wouldn't mind, it, I mean, a buck, two bucks, 10 bucks, a hundred bucks, whatever it is you want to give. Uh, the link is in there. It says Fan Angel. I put a little note that that's my son's lacrosse team. Um, but uh, it would be great uh, to uh, to support that team. If you could do that, that would be awesome. Hope you guys don't mind me putting that in the description. The other one uh, that we have that are sponsors is LifeWise. They have great products that are uh, great supplements. We had another person order yesterday. Oh, yes. Yay. So we are so happy. Remember Radiance. that. Uh, I don't know what they bought. I didn't look. I just saw that they purchased, but uh, it's great. I mean, try out the products, whether you need help sleeping or if you have inflammation or you need a boost in your immune system, um, all of that is, um, you can get that through the LifeWise products. Go to livelifewise.tv. And then if you want to go live with your um, story or your testimony, or you have a hobby you want to share with other people, go to StreamYard and you'll be able to share that on your social media platforms. Uh, but go to getstreamyardnow.com. Today's scripture, make sure and get it ready in your Bibles. It's Psalm 119, 30 through 34 is what uh, we will be reading. Uh, a small portion of that is going to be in reference to the devotional. Today we are reading, again, as usual, Tozier for the Christian Leader. It's January 28th, and the title is Choices. Choices. Simply Choices. Choices. And his reference is Psalm 119, 30 to 31, that says, I have chosen the way of truth. Thy judgments have I laid before me. I have stuck unto thy testimonies. O Lord, put me not to shame. 
The important thing about a man is not where he goes when he is compelled to go, but where he goes when he is free to go where he will. A man is absent from church Sunday morning. Where is he? If he is in the hospital having appendix removed, his absence tells us nothing about him except that he is ill. But if he is out on the golf course, that tells us a lot. To go to the hospital is compulsory. To go to the golf course is voluntary. The man is free to choose, and he chooses to play instead of to pray. <laughs> His choice reveals what kind of man he is. Choices always do. I think it might be well for us to check our spiritual condition occasionally by the simple test of compatibility. When we are free to go, where do we go? Yes. In what company do we feel most at home? Where do our thoughts turn when they are free to turn where they will? When the pressure of work or business or school has temporarily lifted and we are able to think of what we will instead of what we must, what do we think of? The answer to these questions may tell us more about ourselves than we can comfortably accept. But we had better face up to things. We haven't too much time at the most. Lord, help me to make choices today that are pleasing to you. Amen. Amen. It's a really good question to ask yourself. Yeah. Have you ever thought about it? Where does your mind go when it has the opportunity to go somewhere voluntarily? In other words, you're not, uh, you know, rushing to pick up kids or doing a job or working out. So when you're absolutely free, where does your mind go? Yeah. Well, I think Tozier Why? must be in my head. Why? Because I've been thinking about this a lot. Oh, really? Yeah, because I, oh, that's you know, my entire life, I've had difficulty reading unless it's something I'm super into. So when I was, when I was wanted to be a magician, I could read a magic book from cover to cover and not my, my thoughts would not wander. But when I was going to, you know, maybe biology class and I had to read something in the, oh. in the, in the text, I could barely get past three words before my mind would wander. Yeah. So that's in my, you know, again, my entire life. So here I am now waking up really early in the morning and making sure I go to a place where I can be not distracted, which I know it may sound strange that I go to Starbucks to not be distracted, but it's it, early. It, yeah, it's early. There's me and make three or four other people, but I can't do it at home because I get distracted by everything at home. Everything, everything that's on my desk, my computer, if I'm well, in the kitchen. There's a lot yeah. there. <laughs> kitchen often distracts me too. Um, but I, in my head, I've been having these conversations with myself. And I said, listen, you're here to focus. Focus, focus on Genesis, on Matthew, on Psalms, on uh, 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 the other one, the other books that are in my daily reading. Proverbs. Proverbs. And um, stop thinking about what you're going to, work on later. at the gym uh what uh you know where Hetty and andy are gonna eat for dinner <laughs> or what happened the night before and i and i've been having this conversation that you have this you have to make choices you have to make proper choices andy and i've been thinking about that from from that point on to everything else everything that i do i've been I've lately for the last i'd say the last month or so i've been thinking about those choices that's awesome and uh, it really feels like uh, Tozier took this out of my, out of my struggles. I mean, I've been more successful than not, but 
I, I don't know that I catch it every time. As a matter of fact, I know I don't catch it every time. Well, we're okay. So you brought up a couple examples. So where do your thoughts go when you don't control them? Like menial stuff, like yeah, food like, and yeah, with you know kids, like what I'm going to talk to the kids about in regard. But to... no, I'm saying outside of those. So you got to think of that as like a major job. I and mean, we got little kids, so yeah, kids and work. Um, investments those aside. Um, other business ideas. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. About our decision to stay in this house. Oh, or move. You're re you're re deciding that decision. No, no, no. I just oh. think about it. Like, yeah, uh -huh. I think that's a really good idea. Now, maybe we should look for somewhere else. No, that's a really good idea. This is how my head works. Like, <laughs> now, you know, Hetty is right. We should stay here at least until the kids graduate from high school. Oh, but what if there's like a? I mean, when then I drive by an open house somewhere, I go, you know what? We should go check out that open house. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's I just it's just stuff like that. The things that are going on in our life. Yeah. I think about. You know, what should we do with the podcast? How can we make sure and try to go on at the same time every night? How many nights wow. a week can we do that? Wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah, and I never come up with an answer. I go, but I go, how can, how can we do that? We got school board meetings. We got uh, political things. We got, you know, uh, tumbling. We got cheerleading. I never can come up with well, an answer. I, but I think if we sat down with a calendar, we could. Really? Yes. Really? Because we would assign, like, the only kid that doesn't drive is Ray, and we could assign one of the other teenagers to drive mm. her or do it on a night that we know. Like, we just have to not make plans, but then that would be one night. We just would have, yeah, see, this is where, yeah. <laughs> this is where we are, folks. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is what's going on. Uh, but the good news is, I mean, I, I think maybe one answer to your question is I can't think of anything, like, I love our marriage. I love who we are. I mean, there's no like my thoughts are going. Hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Maybe I should I'm gonna go to Kelly. I'm gonna go to Kelly's Tavern and see <laughs> see if if Shanene's there. <laughs> None of those thoughts. But you know why though? <laughs> those, those thoughts used to come up a lot, but not never with you. No. No. No, no. 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 Maybe you're just tired. <laughs> You're just like that's it. I'm just tired. This is uh this is it, folks. No, I don't say. Hey, I got an extra hundred a hundy in my pocket. I'm gonna go to uh, the the local casino. Oh Not, no, no, none of those things. Nothing like that. Well, that's an improvement. Oh, great improvement. Like right? uh, I mean, even like going to Kelly's Tavern. Like right? I don't. Know, it doesn't even enter my mind. None of those things. That is grace. Yeah. Really, God is great. Truly. What about you? What'd you get from this devotional? How, how did this hit you? Uh, actually, I think what I discovered, um, which is a little bit, you know, we are a little, we're in Tony Robbins era right now because of that <laughs> summit he just did. But could you listen to the Mormon tell you to go to Tony Robbins? Well, forget the source. <laughs> I am devastated, you guys. I am devastated to find out that Glenn Beck is a Mormon. Because I was all Me excited too. how Christian he was, but he's Mormon. That's not Christian. Yeah, we, I still have like not checked to confirm that. But. I mean, everybody at our Bible study was like, oh, you guys didn't know he was Mormon? I was like, I was devastated. <laughs> I mean, I, I like, I literally am going to unsubscribe from Blaze TV are we, now. Are we sure are we, before we sully him? Oh, I just assume it was like a fact. I mm. carry. Carrie is Carrie Glenn Beck. Is Glenn Beck Mormon. <laughs> Um, or Lisa, Lisa would know. Lisa Wood would definitely know. Lisa is Lisa on? Uh, I don't see yet, Lisa. But... Lisa would know too. Uh, so yeah. Um, anyway, so my point was is that um, 
I think I'm a little too comfortable. Um, really? I'm in a bad comfort. Yeah, meaning what? that I just don't. Um, I'm not pushing myself as hard as I should. Aren't you relieved to have some comfort, though? I mean, isn't there some relief in comfort? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't do well in that. Wow, schnugs. I, I, I start to I start to slide. Slide in your faith? No, no. I just, yes, Beck is a Mormon. Oh, orale. oh I'm so upset. <laughs> oh, God, that never ceases to shock me. I did not know. I'm going to unsubscribe from Blaze TV now. That's like, I mean, it's, it's, it's a cult. It's just, it might as well have told me is he's it, a Scientologist. Is on, he's not teaching us the Bible, though. He's teaching no, but things I was, about. No, but I was, I felt like I should, if of, of all the commentators, I should listen to him because then he's anointed. Because then he has an anointing, but he then he did, he has no anointing. Well, Steve Bannon, I, he's Catholic. He's yeah, he doesn't have an anointing either. But we love listening to him too. <laughs> yeah, well, just because he's crazy. But I mean, I, this is what I'm he's saying. Not crazy like, at I, all. I wanted to listen to somebody that I thought was. It's kind of like a. That's what I do with. Um, I want to say Annie, but it's Stuckley. Relatable. She mm. does a relatable podcast. Strong Christian. But it's just not deep enough. So I thought, oh, my God, a good Christian that's deep politically. But now that that's just gone. That thought is gone now. Mm. I'm very disappointed. Uh, so, yeah. So I just felt like um, I don't like the fact that when I have a place to go, it goes nowhere. <laughs> It just, just, it just, I, I feel like my, I'm wasting brain cells. What? Yeah, I don't feel like I'm pushing myself as hard as I should. The only thing you need to push yourself towards right now is the writing of your book. Yes. You have a meeting That's with somebody on Monday. Yes. A friend of mine who's, those women are amazing. I think they will be a great help to you. At least that's what I'm hoping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're, they're both great people. Yes. Um, but I don't see where you need to worry about other things. I mean, schnooks. We have a home <laughs> church. We have a community church group. Um, we're in discipleship training on Sundays after church. We do a devotional. What what in the world are you talking about? We we have so many things that we don't we're we're hitting that 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 um, place where I think it was uh, maybe the last devotional, the one before that, where we're too busy. How can you? How can the you? Operative word is busy. But we're but the the things that we're doing, Our we believe stuff. God has called us to do. Yeah. The devotional, not yeah. so much. The the community church, that's not self. At least I hope it's not. It's not for me. Yeah. I don't know. What. I don't know. That's where that's, that's the mental place I'm at right now. <laughs> I can't help it. That's the mental place I am right now. So I want to ask you guys, you guys have anything you could tell us about the place your mind goes that you're not very fond of? <laughs> like what it was silly, you know, fearful, whatever it may be. Um, really quick, I just be I'm distracted, but I gotta put it up. And uh, this is this comment right here. Yeah, I saw that. Thank you, Kelly. <laughs> Thank you, Kelly. Hope everybody I can else now take the knife out of the edge of my throat. The for those on the podcast, it says the sound is great tonight. I hope yes. that is continuing. 
Um, I had to fix it. Thank you very much. <laughs> had to fix the experts <laughs> tweaking. Yes. Uh, but uh, hopefully it'll stay that way. Now we just have to learn how far away from the mic that we can be. Too. Yes. Uh, Carrie says. I've begun to be aware of where my mind goes. Yes. With Andy. That, I think that's that it, she put it in like, a more concise, like Twitter post. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've been becoming mindful of where my mind goes and in, in stopping it and then trying to, and then doing my best to bring it back. Awesome. Uh, are we saying hi to each other? Sorry, I'm on the awesome. I'm on the mouse right now, so that's why. Anything else? No, you finish. Carrie says, "A good guy who needs to find Jesus." Yes. Is that Glenn Beck. Can we all pray for Glenn Beck to find Jesus, mm. like the real Jesus? <laughs> because I also thought he was a good guy, and I was like, he's a cult member, but the draw of having your own planet with, uh, you know, your virgins. <laughs> I think that's Did what you she no, no, the Mormons—they well, they, they Mormons get their own planet too. I believe so. I know they get their own planet. Wow. But I'm not sure about the virgins. I thought I thought they did. I think well, you're mixing Islam and Mormonism. I could be, but they do get their own planet, where maybe their family. Family versus virgins. <laughs> I think that's a big difference. A family with. I a, think most on guys one side of the like, planet. I'll take. I'll take on one side of the planet is their family. On the other side of the planet is the virgins. <laughs> on the dark side of the planet. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy and how did those virgins get selected are they like the the bad girls of the mormon church who the ones that get they go, they <laughs> the go on the, that are on the dark side of the planet well they're it's uh, i have no idea yeah we're going in a, in a dark place yes. <laughs> here you take over the I, I, that's too much pressure and, and carrie I, says that i will she'll find me some podcasts to listen to that's fantastic i yes. appreciate that thank you and Carrie says the intellectual needs to be filled for you. Yes, I think that's exactly it, Carrie. Is I feel I <laughs> I'm not intellectual enough. It's not a person. Oh. I have to be doing stuff. That's that. I am so intellectual. Mentally stimulated. I, what? <laughs> I don't give you any mental stimulation. What? <laughs> oh my god That's not oh my gosh you I just said to, it i need to be mentally challenged oh i can mentally challenge you <laughs> hey kathy say the sound is great yay <laughs> yay um her Two phone P. keeps misspelling <laughs> <laughs> yes yes i uh... Listen, the key is you have to keep achieving or you die. Right. You stagnate. <laughs> oh my gosh, Carrie. Uh, my Eddie Smart, nor my Eddie but, Smart, but not intellectual interest. <laughs> Your Eddie is smart, but, but he doesn't have intellectual interest. Is nor that is he, no, yeah. But not intellectual into. Huh. Hmm. Yeah. Try I, again. <laughs> <laughs> Go to a computer. Yes. Uh, I don't know which one of those things you said. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I bet you Eddie's not sitting with her right now. <laughs> we won't tell him. Or he's doing what I'm doing. Like, what? What? What do you mean? It's not a person. Mm. It's it's your own accomplishments like you say i think of new business ideas mm. that's the same thing i'm talking about the same thing mm. 
Okay. <laughs> Let's read the scripture, Snokes. Oh, did Let's you already do that? No. No. Okay. Are you sure? Psalm 119, 30 to 34. Oh, I have chosen the way of faithfulness. I have set my heart on your laws. I hold fast to your statutes, Lord. Do not let me be put to shame. I run in the path of your commands, for you have broadened my understanding. Teach me, Lord, the way of your decrees that I may follow it to the end. Give me understanding so that I may keep your law and obey it with all my heart. So suddenly what came to mind um, when I was reading this is, again, and also this discussion about the intellectual stuff. We're in this um, discipleship uh, class at church, and the uh, book that they use is Haley's Bible Commentaries. Is that the full title? I think so. Sorry. Um, but it's written by this gentleman, Haley's. It's a brilliant book. It literally um, goes chapter by chapter and gives the backstory. It gives archaeological evidence of when this took place, who the author is, what the backstory is, the time. It's it's absolutely fabulous. Only problem is when you look at it, you're like, oh, no, which part of this is actually going to stick in my brain? Like, how am I actually going <laughs> to remember any of this? And which part of it should I remember? And then you come across this psalm and you're just like, I need to understand God's commandments. I need to, I need to know how to practically walk with Jesus as closely as I possibly can. Um, and then I need to go out and do. So yeah. there's also this, this um, balance between trying to understand God's word and then over-intellectualizing it. Because hmm. remember my my friend who said to me, are you thinking about Jesus with your head instead of your heart? Hmm. You know? And I was like, what, do you, what does that mean? <laughs> uh, I think, I think we run the risk of doing that sometimes is, is, defining our relationship with Jesus more with our head than our heart. And there's a risk in doing that because um, though the heart is deceptively wicked, we don't want the heart to lead us, but we want a heart um, uh, as God said about David, a man after his own heart. We want to be after God's heart. We want our heart to break for what breaks his. We want to um, love him, um, God, with all of our heart, might and strength. We want to love people. So that all stems from our hearts, you know? So we don't want to just get a bunch of book knowledge. Facts. Factoids. Would you agree that that our um, our life with Jesus is a relationship? Absolutely, of course. So in our relationship or any other husband and wife, uh -huh. we, uh, when we first meet, there's a little bit of passion. And then as that- Only a little bit. A lot of passion. And then as we, you know, spend more time together, passion. then we are, then our heart connects us. Our, our relationship is as is opposed a, to lust. Yeah, and, you know, there's a, the the love kicks in. Uh, 
where there was less probably in the beginning <laughs> and uh you know uh, all way. the things that stimulate uh you know the chemistry between us um but then at some point then it's a relationship of of the heart right and it, it should get stronger but then it, it kind of kind of plateaus at times and it kind of goes up and down so i think that's our, our relationship with god is is very similar once we have that like the excitement when we first uh, become born again like we we've talked about before that it's exciting like oh my gosh this is great you know i love god i love jesus i love his word i love worship i love all this stuff and then time goes on and then the, the then the heart takes over where you now to build this relationship but just like in our relationship in the human relationship at some point you may need to go to books you may need to learn more about the human nature, about uh, what it means to be a happy couple. So you get into books like, uh, you know, um, uh, Love and Respect, or you go to counseling, or you go to, to learn more. Sure. And so, and then when we learn more, we go, oh, that's why he does that. For sure. Because of his you masculine. You want to not learn. Right. Of so, but, so I think there is, there's a time for both. And then if you do it right and you and you have the right uh, uh, teachers, I guess, and the right books and that kind of stuff, it'll it'll only strengthen your relationship. It, but it, but I think it's a necessary part as we grow with God, because you can only do so much worship and so much, um, you know, listening to the pastor. That's one thing. But we we all kind of want to learn a little bit more and go a little bit deeper to find out a little bit more about absolutely uh, you know the history behind our faith the um you know where, where when each book was written i thought that was really interesting today to learn when each totally. book was written like oh wow that good i think for me it actually grows my faith and grows my relationship because it makes it more authentic and real and truthful i love that comment that rich made he's like mm -hmm. you could trust the bible yeah it's like that's what this book demonstrates for you this haley's um biblical commentary or handbook it, by providing that archaeological evidence it's mm -hmm. saying you can trust this book it is verified by these other external sources that its dates its names its places its historical account is accurate yeah it's not just um mottos or things to live by like sage words from a um, guru, <laughs> right? You know, it is historically factual, and that's kind of a trip when you yeah. think about it. And I love learning the the deeper meaning of the words when they're actually in in um, Hebrew or uh, Aramaic, and and that they, no, the word is it's like um, I brought it up the other day, uh, agape love. Like God loves you is you know you go oh okay yeah I love him too. But when you when you understand what agape or what it truly means, what they're trying to tell you that love is, that it's beyond measure. Right. Then it brings up. Oh, that's what the greatest thing about Bible yeah. studies that teach Hebrew and. Yeah. Yeah. The Hebrew meaning of the words. Yeah. But Carrie says, see, so get that head. Yeah. Head knowledge needs balance. I am an information junkie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so true. I am too. I listen to news all day long. Well, and this, um, yeah, and the and the book has just got so much information that you could sit and attempt to absorb it, and it's impossible because it's just so much, especially at our age. 
maybe if you're young and you're getting a graduate degree or something and the brain's more of a sponge. Um, but it's just, it's awesome. It's an awesome resource. Yeah. So, um, what a great oh, day we had today. Gary. Measure everything with the Bible is nice when science, archaeology, et cetera, confirm how accurate the Bible is. Yes, exactly. That's what um, that's what's really cool about this resource, too, is by putting that all in there, they're just constantly reassuring um, the reader <clears throat> that your Bible is authentic, that your Bible is real. And that just increases its power in your in your life, I think. Absolutely. I love that. Um, so, yeah, you were saying you're starting to say the way our day today was. Was yeah, something else. Our, our junior pastor, the youth pastor, was the preacher today, and he just knocked it out of the park. Josh Estrada, is that how we pronounce it? Yeah, yeah. looking at you for a name. <laughs> I know uh, Josh. Yeah, Pastor Josh. Estra but he's Japanese. I don't know where the Estrada would come from. That's true. <laughs> but it is something like that. Um, Josh. We love Josh, though. We may not know his last name, but we know that he's... We 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 uh, met him early on because we had a lot of conversations um, about you know our daughter with him, so he understood where she was coming from, yes. and um, and so right away I think from the first time we've met him, continuing on, and even had breakfast with him the other day, um, just a fantastic dude. I want to Tarada. Tarada. Um, I keep wanting to call him kid, but he's in his thirties. Can you call somebody in his thirties a kid? Tarada. Um well, no, it's just he's a young man. Yeah, but he grew up in the church. He's married, has a daughter, uh, young or no son, young son, and uh, so he taught today for the first time. It's our first experience of of him teaching. Yeah. And how do you think it went? This is fantastic. But uh, that's okay. So I brought that up in reference to our point about head versus heart. Mm. Is that he's you know he's been to Bible school and um, I don't know if he ended up with a master's or they don't call him doctor, so it's not a PhD. But the passion clearly comes through. He has the passion of a new believer. And that um, really comes through when he speaks. And just, he did an altar call that was extraordinary, extremely passionate. He was reading from Revelation 22 and pointed out something to me that I had never focused on before. Um, that it's at the very end where he says, um, and the spirit and the bride say to those, come and he kept repeating this over and over and every time he said it he said it with that much more passion that the spirit and the bride say come and it was just so i was like yes wherever you're going i'm going with you, <laughs> you know? it was just so it was great it was really great and then on the uh, the altar car call god did amazing work in the altar call because the first time he said it and then they play the the music uh that come to the altar song um only one person came up and it was a a, a guy that was obviously um somebody that was probably a, a former gang member probably did some prison time because he was his shaved head he had tattoos up his neck and on the side of his face and um he was the first one to come up and the only one to come up all by himself yes and um I had so many things going through my head. Like, should I go up and put my arm around him? You know, I mean, there was so much. Should I go grab our friend Mike 
and you know, hey, I like signal my let's go up there. And I mean, because if he was, he's going to be the only one, yeah. I didn't want him to be alone. Right. And then, and then the music uh, lowered, and then Josh said, you know, you know, I've always told uh, that there's somebody out there that's saying if he just asks me one more time, then I'll go up. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to ask you one more time uh, to come up for those of you that are waiting for me to do it one more time. And um, but what it did with with that one man was that it put, I think, not only my focus, but I think a lot of people's focus just on him yes. uh, to begin with. And so after the second time, 15, slowly, 15 to 20 people came up uh, to the altar. But I was already crying, not just for him, but other people that were coming up. But I was already in this emotional state. Especially also after Josh is just screaming, come, come, you know, <laughs> yeah. focus on it. And then the whole sermon was just about um, appreciating uh, eternity, God's eternity, and not focus just on this life and realize that mm. we're running towards eternity and we want to take other people with us. Yeah. And then I was, another conversation I was having, uh, I don't know if you were having this conversation, but I was thinking of Josh and I go, and I didn't know if this was, do you know if this was his first time? leading I no idea. And so i i go gosh if this is his first time and it maybe it's even his first time doing an altar call i didn't want it just to be one person but then i was thinking i go but maybe that's what god wants maybe god it's just for this one guy yeah. and so yeah, i'm having this little battle in my head i'm going i just kind of wish more people would go up and i'm going but maybe that's all he wants up and well and he asked us to pray yeah more people yeah and they did so again the 15 to 20 people came up so here i am already emotional and um <laughs> I don't, I've already get emotional just talking about it. is that you, you again, you just got to picture this man who's an obvious, you know, has a past and he's Hispanic. This I see at, uh, to my right, this big, huge um, Hulk Hogan looking yeah, biker dude yeah. with a, um, a, a Levi vest jacket on that says Harley Davidson on the back, like a ex like, a uh, like hell's guy. angel. Yeah. Uh, obvious hell's angel even hair on his arms you know and his shoulders <laughs> long hair white a white guy a white guy and he's a, like four or five inches taller than the hispanic guy who's also a big guy and he comes up behind and he puts his arms on his shoulders and then puts his arms around his neck and lays his head on his shoulder <laughs> it with a hug and it was the most amazing thing that i've ever seen in my entire life it was so beautiful. And uh, I just, I, Hedy, you, if you wouldn't have looked at me, I would have been okay. But you looked at me and I just, I began to like ball like a baby. Like, <laughs> and oh my gosh, I just wish I would have, I mean, I wanted to take a picture. If I would have taken the video of this whole thing, it would have gone viral. It would have been one of those things. Hey, look what happened over at Calvary Chapel, East Anaheim. But I, I couldn't because it was a moment. I don't know. I, it, you know, it just wasn't something that I, I felt like comfortable doing, but. It, it was, um, it may be one of the most amazing things that I have seen it was uh, and other than Jesus Christ in Utah. And it was, I think what was extraordinary is that everybody who witnessed it um, felt there was, there was power, there was beauty, there was love in that embrace. Like you didn't, you didn't need anybody to tell you the story. You didn't need words. Mm -hmm. everybody who saw it knew what was happening. Yeah. You know? Um, and it was, it was just amazing. 
you just wonder where both those men have been in their life and what has been going on in the, and I, I share with people all the time, the relief of having Jesus in your life of releasing so much guilt and so much, um, so many lies, um, and that you, you just, you can just let go of everything from whatever you've done in the past, whatever, you know, whatever you were doing prior to that moment that you became born again, it's just free. And, um, to see these two men, men that I had spent time as a police officer chasing and arresting and shooting at and um, um, fighting, you know, and then I wanted to go up there and, and hug them. <laughs> but um, it, it really was one of the most amazing things that you could, you know, there's a God. Yeah. That's uh, another time where God yes. is present uh, in that very moment. I wonder if they even knew each other. What do you yeah. think? <laughs> I think they did. Like, I felt like he had been um, discipling him mm. because I know one of the elders of the church came up too. Oh. The other guy that came up on the left-hand yep. side was one of the elders of the church that mm. has been around forever. Um, and he came and hugged him too. So it's yeah. obvious that there's been a relationship that was forming there. Wow. That was something else. Yeah. So Phew. That happened, and then we went to Bible class at three, <laughs> yes. which was awesome. Uh, a great teacher, and it's um, a survey of the Old Testament. So basically, we went through seven books of the Bible today. So it was going supremely fast, but the idea was um, helping everyone get a broad overview of the Old Testament so that you could better um, understand how it places in the New Testament. In other words, the who, what, where, when, and why, who wrote the books, what are the books about, and just breaking it down into um, this is the time. Oh, it is Haley's. Great. Bible handbook. I was right. Yes. I just wanted to make sure we talk about it. I don't want you guys not to know what it is. It's a pretty thick book, right? But it's um, Haley's Bible handbook. And it just... Great facts to know about the chronological, I mean, the order of the, yeah, it is in chronological order of the Bible and going through the Kings and going through the judges and then going through the prophets. It's just, it's a, it was, it's a great class too. Yeah. Sorry. I missed so, the first one. Yeah. <laughs> we missed Genesis, Genesis through Joshua. <laughs> yeah. We can catch up with them. Wow. And there we are. Yeah. That was our Sunday. And, uh, yeah, the kids were busy. They all had something going on. Um, yep. one thing that's great seeing is Zara's, uh, growth and going to church. And, uh, as I think that what added to my, um, experience today at church is as we were walking out, she walked up and just grabbed onto my arm yeah. and was walking with me arm and arm to the car. She loves which, you. Which, um, was added to my emotions. I was trying to keep it all together because I already had whatever that comes out of your eyes yeah, all over my face. But uh, yeah, that, that, that was uh, an awesome just show of like, there's what we're, whatever we're doing um, is working. God willing. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And then uh, what else happened? Ray and her team, they won the state championship, the JV uh, cheer team over at El Dorado. That was pretty awesome. Yes. And uh, it was a stressful morning, but we made it through with prayer um, and everything worked out with that. So, Yay. and then Kelly had lacrosse all weekend and they did spectacular. They won their game. So we've had a really fun, interesting weekend, but uh, and busy and 
God's presence was all over it. Everywhere. Amen. Everywhere. It was amazing. Oh, we forgot to ask for prayers. Oh, yeah, prayer requests. Yes, Any please. prayer requests. We're coming up on 40 minutes. and While you guys are typing, um, just some of you joined us a little bit late, but uh, in the description is my son's uh, uh, fan angel page where if you want to donate, uh, this is, I'm not ordering you to, uh, but if you want to donate, you just click on the link in the description. Uh, I'll try to remember to put it in the uh, the podcast too on Real Life Network if you're watching on Real Life Network. Um, it's just, you know, a, a buck or two or 10 bucks or 20 bucks, 100 bucks, whatever it is that you can afford. It would be, we would, we would love that. Some of these kids I know um, can't afford uh, like the helmets and things like that. Only a fraction of oh, the kids. Is that would, what that money's going towards? It's going to go for, I, I'm, I'm, that's what I'm telling them I want it to go for. So. Um, but um, at least for some of the kids. But I mean, whether it's the helmet, I mean, just they, I'm sure that they can't afford some of the equipment. So uh, that would be amazing if you could uh, just click on that link and give whatever you feel comfortable giving. That would be great. But it's in the description. And Kelly says it's beautiful when souls come to Christ. Amen. Oh. It sure is. And he cries every time. Yeah, oh, every time. But I mean, that hit me like like a sledgehammer. It hit me like that big Harley Davidson guy punched me in the face. <laughs> that's funny because that's what Mark was saying today. About, uh, Mark's in the book of Judges. Oh, is he? Yes. And so he's talking about Deborah, which is also awesome. And um, about the uh, the the ruler, the head general at the time, didn't want to go to battle unless she went with them. And so he was commenting on how weak he was, Balak, Balak, oh, I suddenly forgot his name. And he said, he was asking the audience, who would, what man would go to battle and be like, well, I have to go, but I'm only going to go if you go with me. <laughs> like who asks their wife that? Who asks any woman that? So he was just very uh, critical of that. And then, um, he said that some scholars are very critical of this general and how dare he. And he says, you know what? I don't think anybody has a right to comment until they've been punched in the face. <laughs> like if you haven't been faced, if you haven't confronted somebody punching you in the face, then you have no right to say what it's like when you're facing battle. Yeah. You know? True. And so it made me think of you and cops and of course military people he's like unless you've been in combat or you know law enforcement of some kind you cannot mm. say what it takes to um go into battle because it's not easy yeah it's one of the things that and commentators are commenting on things that you know they have never been in that situation yeah that's what i keep saying you just <laughs> you haven't been punched in the face so until you've been punched in the face don't tell me <laughs> you have no right to talk Mark's very funny today, uh, actually. The whole Deborah thing is really quite I don't know if you said the whole thing, but Mark, for those of you that don't know, Mark Driscoll uh, yes. is in Trinity Church in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona. A controversial uh, pastor, but we love him. It seems he's only controversial because he got kicked out of a of a woke church. Yeah, and because he says there's uh, only men and women. Yeah. It's pretty controversial today. <laughs> pastor Jack was on fire today. I, I watched Jack's it again. Also oh my gosh. Today. We had uh, an invasion just down the road from us in San Diego and La Jolla. In La Jolla, where the boat of uh, illegals came across. and With guys dressed like ninjas. Yeah, they're all dressed in black. Yeah. And, then he, and so Pastor Jack was saying that he may have an idea of who's driving the vehicle, the getaway car. And apparently, the video that they tape, they've, that's happening like every week. This black SUV comes picks up a bunch of guys that came off a boat in black ninja clothes. 
And there's a whole, there's whole drama. Yeah. There's, <laughs> that's, and that's now, now it's starting to hit home. That is really, when you really consider it, it's not that far from here. It's yeah, like an hour, us. like an hour and a half away. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're coming. They're coming to get us. And so I will be going and picking up another handgun <laughs> sometime this week. All the handguns in the world aren't going to help us with that situation. Oh, I'm going to have one in each hand. We got we got six kids to arm, in addition to you, right? Yeah, we still we're still short. We're still short a couple of guns. All right, I don't see any prayers coming through. Everybody must be so happy, right? Okay, so and we're content. Gonna... Thank you guys. And thank you. Just keep praying for us in the sound because Andy discovered this little button to fix the sound from yesterday. That was just extraordinary that he found this little button. Extra no, but I mean, like, <laughs> that was 45 minutes of work the sound engineer came to do. And then for you to just click a little button yeah. and be like, I think it's better now. No, I, yeah. was, it was, was all very exciting. It was all up here. <laughs> all intellectual, by the way. All intellectual. Yes. Sounds like a little intellectual reasoning, Andy. <laughs> Carrie says. <laughs> okay, let's pray. All right. Ah, dear Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you for this time of fellowship. And bless all of your sons and daughters who adore you, who are seeking to make you the center of their lives, that are trying to draw closer to you, that are... Um, helping their families to grow in you, the, the mothers, the grandmothers, the aunts, the uncles, all of the people who are surrounding those that are far from you, Lord, and trying to draw them closer to you. Um, give us all the words uh, that will speak truth, that will deposit the seeds that you will later water to grow into a mature plant. We ask that all of our loved ones, Lord, come to know you, to come the saving faith in Christ, Lord. Um, we ask for good health. We ask for provision without measure. We ask for faith and for joy and peace that passes all understanding, Lord. Thank you for the gifts that you give us. We look to you for everything. We look to you for our survival, Lord. And we look to you um, when we're heaven bound, when we're um, leaving this earth and that you will look at us and be, ah, this is my daughter or my son with whom I am well pleased. Um, we hope to cast our crowns at your feet, Lord, to have the crowns to cast, um, and that you should be pleased with what we accomplish, um, in our lifetimes, Lord. We love you. We honor you. We offer ourselves as a living sacrifice. It's in the mighty name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, my friends. Good night. Love you God guys. Bless. God bless. Take care. Bye.